What's up there, Midnight Riders? It is Lunchbox McGee, and I am going to be your host for this um, at least thoughtful episode of Task Force News. Uh, I have been MIA for various reasons. Um, one of them is because I'm trying to wrap my head around everything that's going on right now. Because, you know, it's happening. There's There's a lot going on. And it's hard to necessarily know what it is I'm looking at. So I've just kind of been sitting back and trying to figure some stuff out. Uh, also, we had a loss in our family. So that's kind of put things on a little bit of the back burner for me. Uh, I'm not going to get into that too much. But the whole time that I've been off, I have not been idle. There are some... Hopefully some, some big things coming after the first of the year. I'm still working on it. Um, hopefully I'll be moving to a video platform. And uh, either on Periscope or Rumble. Um, just got to get Christmas and stuff out of the way. And shift my skill set a little bit. Because as of right now... I suck at videos, and I'm not even sure how to upload anything. I'm kind of I'm learning all this on the fly. I've never used PowerPoint, WordPerfect, any of that stuff. But I will figure it out. I will figure it out. Anyway, I hope everybody's doing great today. Um, like I said, it's December 1st. Who would have thought that we would be where we are right now? Well, if you trust the plan and you follow 17, this is something we should have all known. We knew it was going to come down to the way it's gone down because everyone needs to see exactly what's going on. People need to see the depth of the voter fraud. They need to see the connections to China. And they need to see that our alphabet agencies have been playing us for fools for a very, very long time. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about today because this election, whether people know it or not, is a pivotal moment in American history. And I don't know if you're as excited about it as I am, but to be totally honest, it's a... It is a crazy time to be alive. There is an abundance of things going down right now, and I am blessed to be witness to it and hopefully chronicle some of it. I hope it's cool with everyone. Uh, I'm going to add a little bit of a soundtrack today because I'm in the mood for some music. And that's not going to be me whistling. Hang on one second. Here we go. So anyway... Anyone that's been paying attention for the past couple of days, especially, has seen a ton of news conferences and press conferences and hearings. Now, I'm not sure that the hearings are legitimate because they're not in front of the state legislatures. Um, I saw one today. I believe it was in, I want to say Michigan, that was in front of the legislature, and um, they, the Democrats really hammered the witnesses pretty hard. Uh, from what I can tell, and this is just me being me, until... The Kraken is published, and Sidney Powell 
brings forth all the evidence that she has. Just about everything that we've got so far is conjecture. Now, we know they went and got the server from Frankfurt, Germany. We know that uh, five soldiers and one CIA agent were killed in a firefight. This is per retired General McInerney, if I'm not mistaken. This is all off the top of my head. Um, but it was really nice to hear from, from General Flynn. And I'm hoping that now that, you know, the cuffs are off of this guy, that he can finally step forward and do what he's got to do. Now, I'm on Breitbart, and I am looking on here. Now, according to Breitbart and everybody else, Bill Barr says the Department of Justice has not uncovered evidence of widespread voter fraud. I'm going to dig into this a little bit and read here. Attorney General William Barr said Tuesday the Justice Department has not uncovered evidence of widespread voter fraud that would change the outcome of the 2020 election. According to an interview he gave to the Associated Press. Okay. Barr reportedly told the AP the U.S. Attorney and FBI agents have been working to follow up on specific complaints and information they received, but they have uncovered no evidence that would change the outcome of the election. To date, we have not seen fraud on a scale that could have affected a different outcome in the election. Now, there's a couple of ways to look at this. Um, one of them is, you know, Barr is a douchebag in a black hat. Hopefully that's not the case. Um, hopefully, you know, there's something bigger involved. Because we know that the Department of Justice is not who went in and got the servers. Bill Barr can only do what Bill Barr can do. And we also know that it's going to come down to the military. I've been talking about it before. Um, Agenda 21. Agenda 2030, Agenda 2050, whatever. Whatever you want to call it. Now, 10 years ago when I when I learned about Agenda 21, it freaked me out a little bit. Because, you know, it was in the future. And, you know, it wasn't exactly... What's the word I'm looking for here? Um, oh, I'm so stupid sometimes. Uh, I was not, I was impressed over it because it was, you know, further ahead in the future. But, it's been 10 years. And, I don't know if you guys are paying attention or not, but, globally, the United States is the last bastion of hope and freedom around the world. And we have assets in our government who are not only complicit in selling us down the river, they are helping to orchestrate it. And I'm, I don't really understand why. I guess they think that they'll be the ones that are in power. But things I've heard about um, COVID frighten me a little bit. Because it seems like that really is turning into a eugenics type of illness that goes after the weak and the old and the sick. Um, so, you know, that could definitely put a dent in the population. And 
the whole, uh, oh, damn it, the whole medical tyranny, I guess, is what I was looking for. Sorry, I'm going to have to stop and start this because I do get stupid and rant from time to time. Um, hopefully I'll get better at it with practice because I don't want to be boring to watch or listen to. Now, something that um, Echo found on the SGT report was a video discussing the vaccines of Pfizer. And I encourage you to go look up uh, sgtreport.com because they have some amazing videos on it. Uh, right now, I'm on one of their pages that kind of speaks to what I had in mind with today's podcast. Um, I have been, like I said, worried about Agenda 21 for a while, and this election is a lot bigger than people know. Without the White Hats in charge, we are looking at a dystopian nightmare. And that's not an exaggeration. They are already trying to implement it worldwide. Um, And they are openly bragging and boasting about it and calling it the Great Reset. Now, the alternative to that was Nasera. I've read different things about Nasera, and it would be awesome. You know, that would be fantastic. I would just be okay with them just leaving me the hell alone. I don't necessarily need all my debt. It'd be great, you know, to own my house and shit. But the problem is, is okay, now, this is a double-sided coin. You've got a Sarah, or Trump Sarah, or whatever Sarah, um, where all debt's forgiven, you know, we reset the economy, and it's prosperous. But globalists have been touting this thing called the Great Reset, and they're not even hiding it anymore. They are blatantly just putting it out there for everyone to see it. All you have to do is really Google it to look it up. Um, I'm going to read this here and opinionate it on a little bit. Opinionate on it a little bit. Sorry. Alright, so anyway. By now you've probably started hearing about hearing world leaders speak of the Great Reset, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, and the call to build back better. Now, I want you to think about those phrases for a second, okay? The Great Reset. Historically, you can't continue using fractional lending no economy has ever lasted for too awful long. They just haven't. Um, we've had several several resets over the years. Um, you know, we went to paper money, then we went to the petrodollar, and now the petrodollar's dying out. Um, so they're they're trying to come up with something new. And really the only tried and true thing has been gold. Uh, No matter how devalued the dollar is, gold is always maintained. And over the last 20 years or so, China's been buying up quite a bit. And at the same time, they've been uh, lowering the value of their money I'm not sure I I have the wherewithal to actually even try to explain that money manipulation stuff. There are bigger and better minds than mine that will throw that out there for you. But the fourth industrial revolution, 
and the call to build back better. I think my personal opinion, the fourth industrial revolution is not about creating jobs for anyone. I think a lot of that is going to be taking humanity offline. This is just my personal opinion. This is just because, okay, this sounds really stupid. It sounds really stupid, but I watch a lot of sci-fi. We know that through television, television shows, movies, books, whatever. Um, there's a lot of predictive programming. We know this. Um, Project Mockingbird, you know, um, I don't know. It's called programming for a reason. I think that they do that to desensitize you to what they want to do. Because they do it incrementally. They've been moving us to where we're at very incrementally. Which is why people are noticing now because they have moved at such a lightning fast pace. COVID gave them the opportunity to implement all these programs that they've been trying so hard to get to get going that it, you know nobody would go for under normal circumstances. But here we are. We are all begging to be saved because, my God, what are we supposed to do? The government needs to come save us. We're dying by the hundreds of thousands here in the United States. There are millions of people across the globe who have this horrible disease with, you know, 0.03% mortality rate. So... We are begging and pleading right now for the government to come in and save us. And this is what they're giving us. This is They're giving us this great reset. And their call to build back better. That is going to be the Green New Deal globally. Um, this is all Agenda 21. And it's right here in black and white. Um... The end of property ownership, um, multifamily homes, mega cities, uh, population control. Um, anyway, I'm gonna get back to the article here. And uh, okay, one example among many is the speech by Matt Hancock, British Prime Minister for Digital Culture, Media, and Sport, giving during. During an all-party parliament group meeting on the fourth industrial revolution in 2017. And I'm quoting here. One of the roles of parliament is to cast ahead and tackle the great challenges of our time. The nature of the technologies is materially different to what has come before. In the past, we've thought of consumption as a one-off and capital investment as additive. You have put resources into the network that now connect half the world or into AI and the effects are exponential. I'm so delighted to speak alongside so many impressive colleagues who really understand this and alongside Professor Klaus Schwab. Now, Klaus Schwab is somebody you need to pay attention to. Um, I've done a little bit of digging into him and I'm not going to get into it right now. But I encourage anyone who might be listening to go look up Klaus Schwab and yeah, yeah, form your own opinions on this guy. Uh, alongside Professor Klaus Schwab, who literally wrote the book on the Fourth Industrial Revolution, your work bringing together as you do all the best minds on the planet has informed what we are doing our digital strategy embedded within the wider industrial strategy sets out the seven pillars on which we can build our success and aside inside that fits our 5g strategy like a set of russian dolls our strategy covers infrastructure skills rules and ethics of big data use cybersecurity, supporting the tech sector and digitization of industry and digitization of government 
I'm kind of reading in between the lines there, and I am got to be totally, totally honest with you. I am not liking what I'm seeing there. 5G strategy. That's a whole show in and of itself. Anyway. So, the article goes on. What is the Great Reset? What do the terms Great Reset, Fourth Industrial Revolution, and Build Back Better actually mean? What do they refer to? In the October 16, 2020 Corbett Report, above journalist James Corbett breaks down the new social contract planned for the world, otherwise known as the Great Reset. The Great Reset not only ties you to it through an electronic ID linked to your bank account and health records, but even gives you a social credit ID that can run every facet of your life. Holy shit. They are straight up telling you right here what's going on. Alright. It's an electronic ID linked to your bank account so that they can control your cash flow and your health record so they can control your behavior as far as taking care of yourself. Like, okay, I smoke. I like ice cream. I'm a fat white guy who drives a truck. This is what I do. I opinionate on things. Most of the time I keep my shit to myself. Here we are. But then you throw on top of that social credit ID that can run every facet of your life. Social credit, they're already doing over in China. The lower your social credit score is, the more impacted you are with work, what schools you can attend, where you can live. They even post your picture up if your social score gets low enough so that you can be publicly shunned. Okay, think about that shit. That's... 1984 to the nth degree. It's no wonder the people over there in the Foxconn buildings are throwing themselves off the buildings. It's no wonder there are people over there actively trying to overthrow the communist Chinese government. (sighs) Anyway, while the current pandemic is being used as a junction for the movement, The agenda has nothing to do with health and everything to do with a long-term plan to monitor and control the world through technical surveillance. In other words, the world will be reset to depend on digital technocracy run by self-appointed elitists. You hear that? Self-appointed elitists. Now, like I said, this is just one page. Uh, It's SGT report. But, there's truth here. This resonates with me. So I'm I'm going with this and I'm jumping in, you know, feet first. And in the meantime, I'm going to light up one of these horrible, horrible cigarettes that I need to give up while I continue to try to read this and not hack my brains out. This thing is going to be run by self-appointed elitists, kind of like the UN. Okay, think about that a second. Everybody in the UN is appointed by someone else. None of them are elected. The CFR, IMF, I don't know, I don't even know how they work. I probably should be a little more educated before I try to educate other people. But I'm going to use my stupidity as my strength and learn as I go. Anyway. Do you really want people that you have no control over, who are completely unaccountable, which is what we're dealing with right now in this election, okay? Do you really want these people running your lives? Because I sure as hell don't. Now I'm reading, moving on here. It's a power grab of unprecedented magnitude and involves the restructuring of social classes to dismantle democracy erase national borders and allow for the governing of communities from a distance by a group of unelected leaders. What was in the past referred to as the New World Order is now known as the Great Reset. So that's like 
the hell was those movies? Uh, the Hunger Games. Everybody's in a different district, except for the elites, who are just happen to be born privileged to money. That live in like the main city, the capital, and everybody's forced to do what the fuck they're told. Otherwise, you know, they come in and they kill people. Which, you know, why that's another reason the Second Amendment is so important. Because they have already told us that they want our guns. They want all of them. <sighs> anyway. Next paragraph. The Great Reset not only ties you to it through an electronic ID linked to your bank account and health records but even gives you a social credit ID that can run every facet of your life. This isn't a lofty conspiracy theory. It's real, it's happening now, and you need to know how to fight it before it's too late. Ultimately, it's a technocratic agenda that seeks to integrate mankind into a technological surveillance apparatus overseen by powerful artificial intelligence. Which, that's what they've been doing. Um... You know, these CIA servers, uh, Google, they've got these um, prism, the, the whole AI thing that they can actually pick and choose the ads based on the things that you've purchased in the past or looked at in the past. They can use AI mapping to figure out what you're going to do before you even know you want to do it. Like right now, I was just talking about, oh, I'm a big fat bastard. And I'm looking over here and there's nothing but ads on how to get ripped and these two vegetables will kill your belly fat overnight. It's, 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 it's probably not going to happen. It's a pill or it's a vegetable. It's, you know, it's diet and it's my, it's me being lazy. That's what it is. I've been smaller. I have been smaller. I used to work out all the time. Now I drive a truck, you know, I could be working out right now, but instead I'm talking to you good people. Alright, so anyway, ultimately, it's a technocratic agenda that seeks to int integrate mankind into a technological surveillance apparatus overseen by powerful artificial intelligence. Ironically, while the real plan is to usher in a tech-driven dystopia free of the democratic controls, they speak of this plan as a way to bring us back into harmony with nature. Alright. If you're unfamiliar with the term technocracy, be sure to go back and listen to my interview with Patrick Wood. Now, this is not me. This is SGTReport.com. And I just want to say thank you to the guys at SGTReport.com for posting this information because this is crucial. Not everybody gets to see it, and there may be seven people who listen to my podcast. And that's, you know what, that's cool. Those seven people, I hope you enjoy it, and I hope this was a worthwhile, so far, 28 minutes. I try to wrap up at about an hour. I wasn't sure if I would even have an hour, but I'm going to go with it. Anyway. <sighs> if you're unfamiliar with the term technocracy, be sure to go back and listen to the interview with Patrick Wood, author of Technocracy Rising. The Trojan Horse of Global Transformation and Technocracy... The Hard Road to World Order. You can also learn more on Wood's website, technocracy.news. In a nutshell, technocracy is an economic system of resource allocation that revolves around technology, in particular artificial intelligence, digital surveillance, and big data collection. And the digitization of industry, which includes banking, and government, which in turn allows for the autonomy automation of social engineering and social rule, thereby doing away with the need for elected government leaders. That's some scary shit. Now, according... Whoa. According to the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset will address the need for a more fair, sustainable, and resilient future and a new social contract centered on human dignity, social justice, and where societal progress does not be fall behind economic development. So they're going to give us everything. And everybody's going to be equal. And it's not just going to be 
equality of opportunity, it's going to be equality of outcome. So that means if I'm out here producing, and you're sitting at home on your fucking lazy ass, there is no benefit for me and my family. You will reap the benefits of my labor. And I don't mean you specifically, but whoever the lazy fuck is that's doing that. Because I may be a big fat bastard, but I work, and I work hard to provide for my family. I take it as a personal insult that anyone would try to take even a fucking dime out of my pocket. I hate paying taxes now. Anyway, I can completely go off on a tangent, but I won't. And what is the World Economic Forum, you may ask? It's an international organization for public-private cooperation that engages the foremost political, business, cultural, and other leaders of society to shape global, regional, industrial agendas. So it engages the foremost political, business, cultural, and other leaders of society to shape global agendas. That includes anyone with a platform. Anyone who gets any kind of following, be it some Instagram model that can do nothing but bend over and show her ass, or a guy who invents the cure for, I don't know, hammer toe, okay? One's contributing, one... Well, I guess they're both kind of creating. I, I don't know. Um, I hope that what people bring to the table is more than just being pretty. Because looks fade. Um, it just is. It's just the way it works. You know, I, you're young one minute, and the next minute you blink your eyes, and holy shit, I'm in my 40s. Um, is this my midlife crisis? I don't know. I won't know when my midlife crisis is. Until I die, if you think about that. Because if I die at 40, my midlife crisis was at 20. If I die at 60, it was at 30. So anyway, I'm, I'm branching out here. But anyway, they employ these people. Anyone with a platform, they approach them. They manipulate them into pushing an agenda. <clears throat> that includes, like I said before, that includes Hollywood, music, Sports, whatever, um, politicians. I mean, think about that. That's a that's a, a vast group of people. And unfortunately, once you have opened your eyes, once you've been red pilled, you cannot unsee all of the social engineering taking place. I personally don't have an issue with interracial marriages. I don't have an issue with um, LGBTQ, whatever. You do your thing. You know, I, I whatever. Um, and I guess it could be said, you know, that entertainment reflects reality and I think to a degree it does but I'm not sure it reflects the majority of reality I don't really think it does I don't think that the people that we see on television or in movies or in commercials genuinely reflect a vast majority of America I could be totally wrong but you know I like I said, I'm a truck driver. I go all over the place. So I see all kinds of shit. And I don't care what color you are. Most of us, we're pretty much just trying to feed our family and live a good enough life that, you know, one day we meet our creator. But anyway, they're using this stuff to shape society into what they want it to be. They're using these things, like I said earlier, with the movies. It's pre-programmed. 
It's pre-programming. They're breaking us down slowly. Now, the founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum is Professor Klaus Schwab. Now, there comes that name again. Who, as mentioned by Hancock in his 2017 speech, wrote the book on the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Schwab announced the World Economic Forum's Great Reset Initiative in June of 2020. In his report, Corbett surmised the Great Reset thus, and I quote, At base, the Great Reset is nothing more and nothing less than a great propaganda marketing rollout campaign for a new brand that the would-be global elite are trying to shove down the public's throats. It's just a fresh coat of lipstick on the very old pig. This is the New World Order, just redefined. It's just a new label for it. And there you go. That pretty much sums it up. As explained by Corbett, for those who forgot about what the New World Order was and or is all about, it was all about centralization of control into fewer hands, globalization, and transformation of society through Orwellian surveillance technologies. Now, like I said, I'm just reading this stuff. In other words, it's a technocracy, where we the people know nothing about the ruling elite while every aspect of our lives is surveilled, tracked, and manipulated for their gain. Four key takeaway, takeaways from Corbett's research into the Great Reset are, number one, the Great Reset has nothing to do with a virus the COVID-19 pandemic, or anything else related to public health. Number two, the Great Reset is a coordinated agenda that has been years in the making. The pandemic is simply being used as a convenient cover for an elitist globalist agenda that has been planned for decades. Number three, the Great Reset is not the end of globalization. On the contrary, it is globalization turbocharged. As noted by Schwab in the policy book COVID-19, The Great Reset, co-written by Thierry Malleret and cited in Corbett's report. If no one power can enforce order, our world will suffer from a global order deficit. Unless individual nations and international organizations succeed in finding solutions to better collaborate at the global level, we risk entering an age of entropy in which retrenchment Fragmentation and anger and parochialism will increasingly define our global landscape, making it less intelligible and more disorderly. So this goes back to that order out of chaos shit. They're trying to take the chaos that is the world. They're trying... This is what I don't understand. They say social justice, okay? They talk about diversity. Diversity means nothing to these people. They don't want diversity of thought... They don't want diversity of outcome. They don't want diversity of people, languages, your culture. I mean, they're talking about wiping away global borders. So you can just wander around, but you can't do that. You're not going to be able to do that. You can't just wander from country to country, regardless of whether or not there's a border there. If you're one of the people they're trying to move, they'll let you do it. But other than that, I imagine it's probably going to be pretty hard to move from place to place. And the fourth point, this process is not meant to end. The end of the pandemic will not be the end of the totalitarian digital enslavement agenda. The plan is not to reset the world back to some earlier state that will allow us to all start over with a cleaner environment and more equitable social structures. The plan is to circumvent democracy and shift global governments into the hands of a few. As noted by Schwab in COVID-19, The Great Reset. Again, I quote, when confronted with it, some industry leaders and senior executives may be tempted to equate reset with restart, hoping to go back to the old normal and restore what worked in the past. Traditions, tested procedures, and familiar ways of doing things, in short, A return to business as usual. This won't happen because it can't happen. For the most part, business as usual 
died from COVID-19. And that is the end of the article. I do believe. There's a lot there to unpack, though. There's a whole lot there to unpack. But this is what I was saying, though, earlier, is the reason that if the only means... Now, under any other circumstances, I think martial law is a horrible, horrible idea. Anyone with some common sense can look at everything that's been going on and see all the evidence of voter fraud. The voter fraud has been going on for decades. There has probably not been an unmanipulated election in a first world country, including the United States, in well over 30 years. When was the last time we had a real election? That's my question. That's why I say this needs to be investigated. And it's not about putting Trump back into power. What it's doing is it's bringing sunlight to the funguses that have grown in the swamp. Because it's all interconnected. It's all to put us on this global shit. And take us all down a peg. And it's not just taking us down a peg. They're going to force vaccinate us. Track every last bit of our movement. The vaccinations. Now, here's an interesting thing to think about, okay? On Amazon Prime, there is a book. Uh, excuse me, a book. Uh, there is a show called Utopia. I encourage you to watch this and realize it is a work of fiction. But the things that they posit in this show make me wonder if there's not a white hat behind the writing of it. Because you know the best scripts come from at least a smidgen of the truth. I mean, you know, even, I don't know, JFK was inspired by true events. And just about everything in that movie was bullshit. Even though it was Roger Stone, I'm sure he told us what he was allowed to tell us. But it was enough to kind of, you know, scratch an itch for the conspiracy theorists. But it wasn't enough to actually put anything to bed. Anyway, this show is pretty banging. Um, but what you need to recall, oh, I don't want to spoil the show for anybody. Um, eugenics is the basis for everything they've been planning. It was the implementation of Planned Parenthood, um, the whole Nazi revolution, you know, um, and anybody that says we won World War II is deluded. We did not win World War II. All we did was transplant the people there over here. Their scientists worked for us. I'm willing to bet more than a few of the higher-ups in the Nazis, the SS, uh, worked in Hollywood government, um... You know, most of the people in D.C. are just figureheads. They're, they're who we look at while things go on behind the scenes. That's why things never change. It's because of the bureaucrats that get entrenched in D.C. But I, I recall somewhere hearing that one of the inspirations for Adolf Hitler's eugenics program was the United States' enslavement of the black man. And I will say, the United States has not always been the nicest place to a lot of people. It hasn't. It hasn't. No one can deny that. However, we have tried and are still actively trying to reconcile all of this and include everyone. I don't know how we can bring everyone to the table. 
I really don't. That's the bitch about diversity, okay? So once this is all done, what are we going to do with the people who tried to undermine the government? Do we execute all of them? You can't kill an idea. You know, the people who are the anarchists in Antifa, and this is what irritates me about them the most, okay? They are using the same tactics that the protesters in Hong Kong are using. And they equate themselves to those people over there. But the people in Hong Kong are waving American flags because they want their freedom. Meanwhile, Antifa is burning American flags because they are working for fucking communists. They're working for socialists, communists. It's all the same. It's under the same fucking bag, as far as I'm concerned. I'm sure, semantically, it's somewhat different, okay? Yes, blah, 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 blah. It's government control of everyone's life. And that's one of the things that the United States has been fantastic about. Hopefully, it will improve, though, because what scares me about all of this is that what happens when the military does come in and they remove these people from office? Are they just going to relinquish that power? I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I honestly and firmly 110% believe that the White Hats who have sworn to protect and uphold the Constitution of the United States, have that in mind. But the programs that they've implemented to do it, traditionally, even before the Patriot Act, before the NDAA, before any of that, big government's only role has been to ensure more power for big government. Every year they pass stacks and stacks and stacks of laws and regulations to regulate everything from the kind of toilet that you can use to the light bulb that you can use to how much lactose can be in your cheese. I mean... The thing that I've noticed, though, is that once they have this power, they never relinquish it. That was the whole point of the Patriot Act, okay? But it was an endless, ceaseless war. Until President Donald Trump. President Trump has been amazing. In a lot of ways. And anyone who calls him an idiot has no idea what's going on. Anyway, I digress. I've been talking for about 50 minutes now. I really just wanted to share the Great Reset. Because this is pretty much what's at stake right now. You know, globally, there are many countries who are succumbing to medical tyranny. They are succumbing to uh, being arrested in their own homes for social media posts. People are going... And even in Canada, they go to prison for social media posts or making a joke. Like, it's frustrating. It's very frustrating seeing that globally and knowing that it's not here yet. But if these fuckers succeed in stealing this election from the people of the United States, not from Donald Trump, from the people of the United States of America. That is what we have to look forward to. And I, by no means am I calling for violence. I'm not calling for insurrection. I'm not calling for anything but peace, love, unity, and harmony. But I will say that there are going to be a lot of people who are not going to fall in line. 
once this is said and done, I think we are on the verge of a of an American renaissance. I really do. I think innovation here has been stifled by regulation. I think that big tech has gone out of their way to hide technologies that threaten its existence. It's kind of like, um, you know, there are cars. I've seen, I've seen the, the, the television shows that they've allowed to be put on air where uh, there, there are cars that run on water. And there have been for a very long time. But they suppress the technology because, why? Well, because of the petrodollar. You know, if we're, if we're running off of water, then, you know, that ever-loving oil is not worth shit anymore. And, by all means, green technology is amazing stuff. Okay, it is. If you can economically harvest it to a point where it's viable and sustainable, not just as a resource. It needs to be sustainable economically. If you can do that, I'm all for it. But right now, that's just not the time. Oil is a necessary evil. Look at coal, okay? Coal is phasing itself out. The coal plants, they don't build coal plants anymore. There, I think, I think there's one coal plant, and in 10 years, the coal mines of West Virginia will be shut down. Because there will be nowhere to send that coal. Anyway, these are just thoughts that go through my head. And I wanted to share what I had to say about the Great Reset. Not that I'm, you know anything special uh most of the time i sound like a dumbass and i'm okay with that you know what if you like that that's cool if you don't then you know you don't have to listen either way thank you for your time this evening and um i want everybody to remember you know everyone's playing a role everyone that we're seeing they might not always say what you want to hear But they're doing what they need to do for whatever reason. Anyway, just remember guys, where we go one, we go all.